Here are 12 basic e-commerce marketing strategies that you need in 2021. You're listening to The Liftoff Show, the podcast for ambitious e-commerce entrepreneurs, helping you increase sales, profits, and build a powerhouse brand fast. I'm your host, Austin Lovell, and welcome to the show. I've talked a lot about video ads and Facebook ads and ad creative and all the different elements when it comes to paid media on Facebook and Instagram. But in this episode, I wanted to talk about a few other areas when it comes to e-commerce marketing so you can explore some of these areas, maximize your ROI and bring even more sales into your brand. So let's jump straight into it. Number one is optimizing your site for search. So doing search engine optimization for your e-commerce store. Now, if you're a brand that relies heavily on SEO and on people Googling or searching directly for your products, then this is gonna be a huge benefit. This is gonna be an incredible thing to do to bring in consistent traffic because if you can rank for high volume keywords and high volume long tail keywords locally and internationally, then you can bring a lot of traffic to your store without having to spend a cent on paid advertising. So if you're a brand that depends a lot on search, then I recommend using SEO and really diving into it. Now you might not get results over the first three, four, five months, but over the long term, if you start ranking number one or number two for these very high value keywords that are connected to your products and your brand, then you're gonna be bringing in hordes of qualified traffic consistently without having to spend a single cent on advertising. So SEO is definitely a strategy that pays off long-term. I definitely recommend checking it out and using it if you're not already and if your brand would benefit. Now, number two is including reviews on your product pages. Now, this is a marketing strategy in and of itself. And in a previous episode where I talked about the power of UGC, basically product pages that have UGC on it get 29% higher web conversions than pages without it. And product reviews are a very similar case. If you have great reviews on your product pages, you're gonna be getting more customers in. You're gonna be lowering that risk threshold for new customers to come and buy from your brand. And so you definitely want to have customer reviews on your product pages. Now, if you don't have them already, but you already have customers, go out and ask for more reviews and offer an incentive for customers to give you reviews. You don't just want to ask them for reviews and then give them nothing of value in return. You always want to be leading with value. You want to give something away that's higher value than what they're giving you. When they buy a product, you want to give them a product that is of higher value than what they're paying you. And when it comes to asking for reviews, if you can offer a coupon code or a discount or a certain free product just for leaving a review, then they're gonna be more likely to do it. You're gonna build up those reviews and it's gonna create this amazing snowball effect where you're bringing in more reviews, more people are buying because of those and it just flows on and on and on. Marketing strategy number three is using content marketing and blogs, long form video content, posting relevant and helpful content on your social media or funny and humorous shareable content as well. Use content to your advantage and become more of a media production company. Of course, you're still a brand at heart. Of course, you're still a direct to consumer e-commerce brand, but if you can pump out more relevant, engaging, exciting content across different social platforms, then you're gonna be generating more traffic back to your products and generating more sales. And with a platform 
platform like YouTube, for example, if you can build up a library of helpful content for your ideal customers, then it's gonna be there forever. It's gonna be there where it can continue to generate traffic back to your product pages in perpetuity. So it's not gonna be like an Instagram story, which goes away after 24 hours or like an Instagram post where it's organic reach really stops after a couple of days. But with a YouTube video, you could invest some more time into making really high quality YouTube video content around different problems that your ideal customers are looking to solve. You can then create videos on how to solve those problems. And then all of a sudden you're gonna be generating this great traffic if you optimize the keywords, have great titles to increase that click-through rate, you're gonna be generating a lot of consistent traffic through to your products and through to your website. Method number four is guest posting and getting in front of other audiences in your market that share a common problem. And if you can get in front of these audiences, whether it's by guest posting on their website, whether it's by being featured in their podcast or other content or collaborating with them on their social media platforms, if you can do things like this to get in front of their audience and if you know that their audience are gonna be people that are probably looking to solve the problem that your product solves, then you're gonna bring in a lot more traffic and a lot more engaged customers into your brand. Number five, marketing on the platforms that you know your ideal customers are spending time on. I think there's this big pull towards advertising on Facebook and Instagram, but if they're not your main platforms, if your ideal customer is not on those platforms or there's a higher concentration of your ideal customers on different platforms, then I recommend starting by advertising there. For example, if you know your target audience is spending time on TikTok, then market there. There's no need to go on Facebook and Instagram initially if you believe you can get a higher ROI on a different ad platform. Another example could be Pinterest. If you know your absolute dream customer is spending time on Pinterest, then advertise there. Save that marketing budget that you would have spent on Facebook and Instagram and use it on Pinterest instead. Over time, you can always go to multiple different ad platforms, but when you're getting started and you wanna make sure you maximize every single dollar and make sure you maximize the ROI of all of your advertising spend, then look for the platforms where your red hot buyers are spending the most time and market on those. Method number six is putting influencers to work and working with influencers across the major platforms that you're targeting. So if you've decided that the main platform you're gonna focus on is Instagram, then connect with other Instagram influencers, other people who have an audience who is similar to yours or an audience that you know your product would be great for. So connect with those influencers, go looking for people with five to 15,000 followers, sort of those micro influencers that have great engaged communities. You don't need to go for the huge accounts right off the bat. You might not even need to overall. If you just stick with the small all the micro influencers with hyper engaged communities, then you're gonna be able to generate loads of highly qualified traffic through to your website if you do it right. Method number seven is using email marketing. And if you don't have any email marketing set up at all, you haven't created any flows or don't do campaigns to reach out to people on your email list, I definitely recommend doing it. Because if you look at the split of different marketing mediums, email marketing still has the highest ROI on average across all other mediums. I think the stats are every dollar that you're putting in on Facebook, for example, you're on average getting seven to nine back but with email, for every dollar that you're putting in, you're getting on average $33, $34 back. So the value of having a hyper-engaged email list has never been stronger. 
And especially when ad platforms change their regulations or there's different changes to the structure and how you can advertise. For example, with iOS 14, not having retargeting audiences perform as well as they once did on Facebook and Instagram, you have to turn to other mediums to maximize the LTV of your customers. And that's where email marketing comes in because you can turn traffic that you pay for and that you earn, traffic that you pay for being on Facebook and Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, Snapchat, whatever advertising platform you use, and also traffic that you earn from PR articles, from features in other major publications, and turning that traffic into traffic that you own. Having people on an email list because you can reach them at any time of the day on any day of the year. And so you're not restricted by these other platforms and you built up this foundation and this way of getting in touch with potential customers that is completely unrestricted. And so you own that list. You own that ability to communicate with those people. And so spend time on email marketing. If it's just a campaign initially, just some initial emails to get people back engaged if you haven't emailed them in a long time. And over time, set up the most essential email flows. And that could be the abandoned checkout. That could be the post-purchase email flow. That could be the new subscriber email flow where you get them more engaged in the brand and offer them a discount code at the end or give them a reason to buy after they've learned a bit more about your brand story, heard customer reviews and seen your product in action. So email marketing, incredibly, incredibly valuable. Now moving on to the next one is creating a strong Instagram presence, focusing on organic reach and maximizing your reach on Instagram. Instagram is an incredible platform for e-commerce brands in my opinion. I created a separate episode on different ways to dominate Instagram as an e-commerce brand and to maximize the number of sales that you're able to generate through the platform. But I definitely recommend spending time on your Instagram content strategy. Because if you think about it, there's four different types of content you can post on Instagram right now. You've got your stories, you've got your feed posts, you've got your IG reels, and you've got your IG TV content. And so four very different types of content, the frequency and the type of content that you post across those different areas should obviously vary based on what they're for. And the number one strategy that I recommend for Instagram content is using the 4H method. So on your stories, you wanna be posting what's happening right now. That's the first H. On your feed, you wanna be posting the humans. You wanna be posting the people behind the brand. Now on your reels, you wanna be posting helpful content if you're an educational brand, or you wanna be posting humorous content, content that's trendy, that's shareable, that's exciting. And on IGTV, you wanna be posting history content, content that documents the history of your brand and shows behind the scenes and how your brand came to be and how it came to be where it is right now. And so take some time to revisit your Instagram strategy, post more consistently, and you'll see dramatic increases in your sales if you do it right. Now method number nine is using Google AdWords. Now Google is an incredible platform for advertising for brands because you can target specific keywords and it's a lot more of an intent-based platform where people are actively searching for the solution to a problem that they're facing. Whereas on Facebook or Instagram or any other social media platform, they're just consuming content. They're native ad platforms where the ads are scattered in with the rest of their social content. But on Google, people are actively searching for an answer to a question 
question or how to solve a certain problem. And so if you can target those specific keywords that you know your ideal customer is searching, it's generally gonna be related to the problem that they're facing or how to solve that problem or if they're looking for a certain solution, being the number one brand to show up for that solution when they type it into Google, that's incredibly powerful. Alongside having a strong SEO strategy, being able to have your brand appear first for certain keywords in the interim when you don't have that credibility yet and don't have those rankings through SEO, that's gonna give you the upper hand. That's gonna allow you to generate more sales, more highly qualified traffic through to your store. Now, method number 10 is Facebook and Instagram ads. And I don't think I need to dive too deep into this, but those two platforms are generally the go-to when it comes to advertising your e-commerce brand because of the reach and because of how specific you can be with the ad targeting. That makes them incredibly valuable platforms for advertising, irrespective of the product that you're actually selling. Method number 11 is Pinterest advertising and using promoted pins to get more traffic to certain products. Now, this comes back to what we we're talking about earlier. If you know that your ideal customer is an avid Pinterest user, then why not use ad placements on Pinterest to get in front of them? This is another great way to get in front of your ideal customer. And I've definitely seen Pinterest marketing really take a step up over the past 12 months. A lot of brands are starting to use it a lot more. And the final marketing strategy I recommend using if you're not already is retargeting. Now retargeting is one of the most powerful things I believe in e-commerce marketing. Because if you're spending a lot of time at top of funnel, you're spending a lot of time driving traffic to your store and you're trying to optimize and make sure that you're sending the most highly qualified traffic through, there's always going to be people that fall out. There's always going to be people that don't buy on that first occasion. And if you purely just ran top of funnel ads and you never retargeted people who visited your site but didn't buy your products, if you never got in touch with them again, you're going to be wasting a lot of money. It's all well and good if you're profitable at top of funnel, which is what I always advocate for for brands, except if you have more of an advanced strategy where you've got a bigger LTV and you know that you can bring in customers unprofitably or just under break even to then be profitable over the long term because of repeat purchase rate and things like that. But in general, being profitable at top of funnel is the main focus and then retargeting is just gonna amplify it. For everyone that didn't buy, getting back in touch and offering incentives or discounts or just reminding them to buy. And retargeting can be done through any of the major advertising platforms. You probably visited a website and then you've been retargeted by them on Google with the display ads, then on YouTube and the pre-roll ads, then on Instagram and Facebook. They're just everywhere and it feels like they own the internet. But it's by setting up these very low budget retargeting campaigns, which is gonna give you that level of omnipresence that is gonna leave your customers thinking that you own the internet. And so setting these up, incredibly easy to do, and they're generally gonna give you the best ROI out of any campaigns you run if you do it the right way. Now, of course, Facebook and Instagram have been affected by the iOS changes and how effective retargeting audiences actually are because of the tracking changes. But still overall, if you have a strong retargeting setup, if you have great email marketing and you have these retargeting campaigns set up across the major ad platforms, you're gonna be bringing in a lot of extra sales. You're gonna be making your advertising so much more profitable and you're not gonna be wasting traffic. And so those are 12 different strategies that you can use to better market your e-commerce brand, bring in more sales and increase your profit margins. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'll see you in the next one.